Maybe I'll go to Ukraine and fight for them. Well, there you go. It'll be something to keep busy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's got to be better than here, right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Could anything be better than here, Chris? I mean, it might at least put me out of my misery. Well, yeah. And since the Russians are bringing in their own crematoriums, you know. <laughs> I don't know what send to you, Send you home in a baggie. Dance, monkey, dance. Welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John? Uh, well, I'm waiting for the snow. Still? Again. Again? Oh, again. Again. Oh. Yesterday was beautiful. It was almost 60. <laughs> they told us that it was going to be like raining all day and really shitty. It's like I never saw the rain. It was gorgeous. Wow. And then today it's like one degree. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Well, I mean, it's it's only March. I remember yeah. when I went to when I went to college in Wisconsin, which is pretty much on the same. Um, what's not latitude? latitude. Longitude. There you go. It's on the same latitude. I mean, it snowed like ten months out of the year in Wisconsin. Yeah. So I could only imagine. But you know, it could be worse. You'd be sweating your ass off in Florida. You could be hiding at a train station trying to survive. Well, so, yeah, <laughs> ain't that bad. Damn it. Uh, I'll take your poutine. <laughs> yes. If you had any more interesting food. Uh, I had this really incredible lobster dip the other night. Oh. Oh, my God. It was amazing. <laughs> Um, where did I, where did a little I bit of Boston from? just came out of you. Oh my God. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, not to, you know, what's hard. It's hard to find a good steak and really? it's hard to find good Chinese food that doesn't involve like duck feet. <laughs> well, that's real Chinese food. You're looking for American Chinese food. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do have Manchu wok. That's what I had for lunch today. Okay. Um. Did I ever tell you my Seattle story? No. Do tell. So I went to a conference at Adobe. Uh, <laughs> I, I I must have been like eight years ago. Yeah. And I went with a guy who was Viet Vietnamese. He had been. He was born. He was born in Vietnam, and he had been. I guess his whole family had come over. Um, and so him and I went to this conference and he, one night he goes, um, do you want to go get real Chinese food? And you said, sure. Well, I'm game. Well, yeah. I mean, I said, yeah, sure. Why not? I'll go with you. And so he would walk up to the window and he would look in and if he saw white people, he'd be like, this ain't the place. 
<laughs> and so we walked around Seattle until we found a place that was all Asian people. Okay. And we walked in, we sat down, they handed us menus. None of it was in English. It was all in Chinese and there were pictures. And so he would ask what this was, what this was. And what he got was something that was like cooked in blood or something. Oh, and like, oh. <laughs> like he was, he was like, this is like real Chinese food. And so I ended up getting spring rolls. Okay. But like, like I, I know what that looks like of like them bringing like duck parts over and mm -hmm. like people eating them and stuff. And, and I wound up being the one white guy in there. Nice. So I'm sure that like other people would look in and be like, Oh no, there's a white guy. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I, I know what that kind of Chinese food looks like. Yeah. If that's what you like, go for it. I mean, that's I authentic, but I'm, I'm a real picky eater when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't want to eat things that are the wrong color. I don't want to eat <laughs> things that are raw. <laughs> things that are moving. <laughs> <laughs> things that are moving. I don't want things that are moving. That's correct. I don't want things that have a face on it. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Because that's kind of disturbing, you know? Like the father in the Christmas Christmas story? Yes. Ask for the head to be chopped off? Yes. It's smiling at me. Ra, 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 ra. <laughs> yes. Well, that's that's good. At least you're you're finding food you like yeah <laughs> or not whatever it's it's fine meh 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 it's kind of my general state of mind these days meh yeah I can see why yeah <laughs> yes so we have to talk about the passing of a giant a giant yes um, you may not know his name, but he is responsible for a ton of things that you probably like. Alan Ladd Jr. died this week. Oh, of course. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, he is the guy that greenlit Star Wars. Yep. After every other movie studio turned down George Lucas. Yep. And so he is responsible for things like Star Wars and Alien and uh, The Right Stuff and Blade Runner and Outland and a ton of the movies that you love. Yep. And so he passed away this week and and he was also an actor, right? Wasn't he an actor? I think he was just a I think he was a producer. Okay. Cuz his filmography is largely a pro, pro, Oh, his father was an actor. Fa okay. Alan Ladd Sr.? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, I mean, he is he is one of those guys that like single-handedly changed the course of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So that's sad. Not that he was really producing anything now. Well. But his last, I think his last thing was like 2007. Okay. He, he produced Gone Baby Gone. Gone Baby Gone. Gone Baby Gone. Well, yeah. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. But hopefully somebody will carry in his footsteps. Yeah, I mean he was 84. That's a that's a decent run. That's a good age. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't think I'm going to make it that far. <laughs> Why it's not, not going to be worth it. It's not going to be worth it. No? Nah. Living in a cold, desolate wasteland? Mm. Having to check water for radioactivity? Come on, it'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. Fun! Living in a basement somewhere? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Talking about the old times? Oh, I remember when we only had one son. <laughs> uh, so I, I I saw the Batman this week. You did? I did. It's getting good reviews. It's making a ton of money. So I was really skeptical going in. Okay. And I should say that I did not see this in a theater. I oh. found a, a way to see it. <laughs> okay. Um, and I'll leave it at that. So it was not the best quality, but, um, it allowed me to watch the movie. Okay. Um, so again, I was going in skeptical because I'm not a huge fan of the look of the bat suit. I'm not a huge Robert Pattinson fan. Um, there were things about, about it going in that I was like, I don't know how I'm going to like this. Okay. And I will say that it is probably one of the best Batman movies that they've ever made. Really? It, it shows him as a detective. Okay. It shows him solving problems, which is absent in almost every other version of Batman. Okay. Um, this doesn't spoil anything. So I can say that like he spends way more time as Batman than he does as Bruce Wayne. Okay. Which I like, I like the fact that it's not about like him sneaking around in the daylight, trying to figure out like tips for when he can get dressed up as Batman. He's Batman like all the time. Doesn't matter time of day. It doesn't matter. Like, and there are, there are, um, there's a scene where it's, it's supposed to be Halloween. And so he's walking amongst everybody as Bruce Wayne with the idea of like Bruce Wayne is actually the costume and Batman is his true self. Oh, and there's some symbolism in there and like things like that. So that I really enjoyed. I, and the best that I can describe this is if, have you ever seen the movie seven with Brad Pitt? And um, no. Okay. So seven is like a, a crime noir type uh, movie and it's very dark and it's very violent. And if I, it really felt like it was Batman and seven combined, the Riddler is scary. Okay. They have managed to make a character that was, pretty laughable in almost every other incarnation of him and Mm -hmm. make him like a son of Sam type killer. Okay. And make him like actually scary and have like motives of like that actually follow through. So it's, I don't know. I'm going to have to watch it again to really decide whether or not it's better than the dark Knight. Okay. Because the Dark Knight is like the gold standard for me of like Batman movies. Sure. But 
I will say that if you were going for a grounded Batman film and everybody used to say, oh, that's the Chris Nolan stuff, there's a new contender in town. Because okay. this felt like a real city, um, like Gotham was a real breathing place full of crime, and that this dude is doing his best to make what little effect he can on the crime of, of Gotham City. So hmm. I definitely think it's worth watching. It's the cinematography is amazing. Um, what about the timing? Was it did it feel long, or did it feel like it moved along? It's two hours and forty five minutes. Okay. Um. In my old age, everything feels long, and so <laughs> like I. It feels like a two hour and 45 minute movie. Okay. But I don't think that. I think it's all necessary. I don't think there's anything that they really could have like chopped out and still had the same effect. Okay. I feel like it's two hours and 45 minutes. It's kind of justified. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. You got your money's worth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's it, it is really something it's it, the penguin is kind of scary like yeah and you know the last version of the penguin was gotham and that dude kind of waddling around and not really scary more of a diva than anything else of a like a crime lord and this dude felt like he could hurt you and really? it's, it's Colin Farrell in makeup and you would never know it was him. And he didn't walk around going, wah, wah, wah. no. Okay. No. And apparently there's two spinoffs coming to HBO max. Yes. Um, there is a, um, a penguin TV show and then they were going to do a Gotham city police department one, yep. but it has now shifted to an Arkham like haunted house type show, which might be cool. Which I I would like. Yeah. I mean, we've seen the GCPD. We've seen that in Gotham. Yep. So I don't really... And that's probably the, the direction that they went of like, well, this has been done. So let's do something that hasn't been done. And everybody likes the idea of like crazy people in, Goth in Arkham. So mm -hmm. let's go in that direction. Well, now the C CW, WB, whatever. CW, CW mm -hmm. has another new star wars show coming have you heard of that one the cw does yeah has a star wars show no a batman show you just said star wars oh did i yes i'm drunk that's why i was like what the <laughs> fuck are you doing okay no what's what's the batman thing? uh so this is the cw and it's called gotham knights oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay. and it's and it features the trans son and bisexual daughter of Bruce Wayne trying to put together their lives after Bruce Wayne is murdered. Okay. And in doing so, the the adopted son, who's trans, uh, forms an alliance with the children of Batman's enemies. Because the, the, uh, the enemies were all framed for Bruce Wayne's death. Okay. I yeah, I don't I I'm I don't know. 
So is this the same universe that Batwoman is in? It's, well, I don't know, because we don't know that Bruce is dead in Batwoman. Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of wacky. I think it's time to end the CW reign of superhero shows. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can I can confidently tell you I haven't watched any of them in years. Not since Arrow ended. Well, I mean, Arrow was the best of the best. Yeah. Even in and, its, even in its shittiest, it was still better than what's out there now. I mean, Flash season thirty-two. Yeah, whatever the fuck they're doing. Yeah. It's painful. It is painful. But the, the the Gotham Arkham one sounds really interesting. It was supposed to be Gotham PD, so... Yep. You know, let's see where that goes. Yep. Giddy up. <laughs> Giddy up. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I do think when you get around to it, it's definitely a movie that I think you'd like. Okay. Even if you're not a Battenson fan or whatever the fuck they're calling them. <laughs> you know, because they had Bat- Batfleck. Batfleck, yep. And now they have Battenson and whatever. Wow. <laughs> All right. So there's, there was a couple this week. Um, interesting CG um, things on TV. There was one really good thing and one really bad thing. Do you happen okay. to watch the Goldbergs? I do, but I can't remember. Yes. Wait, was this the wedding one with yes. Richard Marks? I believe that that was the episode that it was in. I've only I've only seen the <laughs> clip. Okay. But so for as a little backstory, Jeff Garland was fired from the Goldbergs. Yes. And apparently they've been using body doubles. Um, for okay. any scene that he was in. And apparently okay. there's a shot of him in the wedding episode of like him face on. And they used a digital version of him. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how many people caught it, but it's bad. Huh. It's, uh, it looks like rubber. It looks like it kind of reminded me of the rock in the second mummy movie. Okay. Which is how bad it was. Like, like they could have just cut him out and not had the shot, but they put it in there anyway. Well, there's a website called showbiz four one one that has an article that says ABC's the Goldbergs keeps pretending Jeff Garland's character is still on the show. <laughs> Uh, yeah I, w- I was curious about that I mean I don't really watch it I kind of yeah. have it on but I'm doing like 20 other things right so I, I when that popped up I was like oh well that's interesting that they brought him back for this scene <laughs> yeah and that's what like so I, I guess he was like go for touching people yes because um, that seems to be a big thing for Hollywood now. Yes. Um, no touchy. Yeah. 
trying to find the thing. I don't know. That's. I thought it was on here. Maybe somebody deleted it. Um. So. So yeah, and the, I guess I guess he left before the end of the scene. Uh, the season could be filmed. And so they're stuck with this idea of like him being still part of the family, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so when there's a wedding, I guess, you know, he's supposed to show up, but it was, it was bad. They yeah. probably had no budget. They probably did it from a still photo. Yeah. And figured let's try to like, um, deep fake it or something. But mm. didn't give it enough time to do all the learning. See, they should have had him have a, like a major heart attack at the end of the wedding. Something. You know, there you go. There's your out. <laughs> See ya. I mean, and there's been bad, there's been bad CGI and things. There was a really bad shot of, um, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier of like Winter Soldier's hand where yeah. they like overlaid the, the metal hand and it mm-hmm. looks really bad. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not unheard of for this shit to happen. And I'm sure that it was one of those things where, um, there's some poor guy in after effects trying to make this look good and just ran out of time. And it was like, look, this is the best you're going to get. Yeah. So it, it's just sad though. That's too bad. Poor guy. Well, don't be touching people. (laughs) So, and then um, they brought back season two of Picard this week. Yes. I haven't gotten into that yet. So um, it's one of the best. So it feels, did you watch season one? Yes. Okay. So, Seeing episode one of season two has made me think that season two is where they wanted to start. Oh. And that all season one was was setting up season two. But they didn't know they'd get a season two, right? Well, I think they sold, from what I understand, Patrick Stewart sold it to to Paramount as a three-season show. Okay. And so the either that or they step back and they look at season one and went, well, that was kind of a mess. How do we get out of this? Right. And so they spent all the time of COVID trying to figure out and writing a better story. Hmm. But it really feels like you needed to know all these characters to get to to uh, season two, episode one. Okay. And I'm not spoiling anything by saying, because it's in the trailer, that Q's back. Of course. And there is a... When Q first appears, there is a de-aged version of John DeLancey. Oh. That looks amazing. Yeah. I went back and I watched it three times because I was like, this looks really good. And um, it's not very long. He basically shows up and he says, wow, you've gotten old. And he's still like the young version of Q. And so he's like, let me make you feel better. And he snaps his fingers and he's the older John Delancey. Mm. It's an interesting way to to solve the problem of why does Q look older if he doesn't age? Yeah. 
So I really feel like they knew what they were doing when like they, when they, when they break down the money of like visual effects for one of these shows, they made sure that this was an, on the, one of the top lines of like, we can cut corners in other places, but you have to make this look good. Right. But it's, it's done extremely well. Hmm. So I was very pleasantly surprised. And like all the visual effects throughout the whole thing are like movie caliber. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I look forward to seeing it cause I did like the first one. Yeah. I mean, and this is, this was like, I like the first season too. And I think this one, this season's going to kill it. I think this is going to be so much better than season one. So you think they'll go with, so then we'll get to season three. Uh, they've already been greenlit for season, season three. Nice. So. Well, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Have you been watching anything? You've been too busy. <sighs> I, I have been very busy, but I watched a Canadian sitcom called Kim's Convenience. Oh, with the dude from Mandalorian. From, yeah, from Mandalorian, from Shang-Chi. Kim, I thought Kim's Convenience was the guy that plays the X-Wing pilot. And oh, is that who he is? Okay. Yeah, yeah he's in it too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um I I maybe Canada's not as woke as the United States. Oh. But I, I don't see how this show could get greenlit today because it's so full of stereotypes to the point where you've got, you know, Asian characters saying words like corroboration. (laughs) (laughs) The episode I saw was all about how the mother was writing signs for their convenience store and they were like misspelled and they had bad grammar and stuff. And she blamed it on her husband. (laughs) And it was just really kind of offensive there's another character whose name is Kim Chi. Okay. <laughs> who's kind of like the the wacky neighbor, I guess. Okay. It's like, uh, okay, your character's named after fermented cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's like Hop Sing on the old Bonanza. But do you think, okay, do you think that it's just a, a fact of like, Canadians may know how to take a joke better than Americans. Sure. Sure. It reminds me a lot of Margaret Cho's sitcom, uh, American girl. Okay. Where she played at the, a, a Chinese woman, even though she's Korean and her family was kind of old world Chinese. So they would like not be able to pronounce L's and stuff. And it's like, Oh, <laughs> I was like looking at that today and it's like, Ooh, that's kind of, okay. A little cringy. (laughs) Just a little cringy, you know, Hmm. just saying, just saying. Well, I mean, Americans are so uptight about television, man. Yeah. I mean, if you look at British sitcoms and TV shows and, and talk shows, they're so much more relaxed and like, they don't, 
they can curse and they can do all this other shit on on their TVs. I mean, we talked about a while ago. There's that show where like people are picking you go on a date based on your naked body. Yes. And they show everything. And it's like how many religious people would be going ape shit <laughs> over here if that was the case. Yes. I mean, yes. so I I think maybe it's just a one of those things of like it's we're just too uptight. Yeah. Well, we definitely are. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 definitely you know, the sensibility of American TV is way conservative. And so, you know, we're not going to get that kind of shit. Yeah, to to some extent, but then you've got, you know, uh, I don't know. It could be a whole debate on on American TV <laughs> when you when you've got shit programming like Real Housewives and The Masked Singer and you know, shows that are basically based on garbage, are garbage, well, but people watch them. They're cheap to make. You know, keeping up with the fucking Kardashians. We haven't caught up yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. What's it going to take? I mean, at least when when we were working together, 95% of television was was reality TV. We had, we had hit that moment where it was cheaper to make those shows, and so there were very few scripted television shows on. Yeah. And like that was the time of lost and fringe and there was some good stuff on there, but there were few and far between. And now we've kind of swung back the other way where there's a lot of scripted shows, but now to fill in gaps, they're like, well, let's do a game show or let's do a reality show. People are still watching. Uh, they just announced that there's going to be a rival to fucking Survivor. And it's like, aren't you like 20 years too late? Right. Like, what the fuck? Why is this coming through now? Yeah. So I don't I don't know. I There's too many channels and there's too much, you know, they've got to fill their time. But there's only going to be more and more channels. That's the problem. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and you know the the good shows are going to get lost by the wayside. Like I'm sure there's good shit that we're never going to get to see because it's just too saturated. Yeah. You know, or they're only on specific channels that you get if you have a certain um like carrier, like the mm-hmm. like AT&T had like the audience channel. Right. And so like they filmed a show here in Charleston called uh, Mr. Mercedes, which was based on a Stephen King book um, that you could only see if you had the audience channel. And I think it's now on Peacock, but like, um, you know, shit like that. It's like it was a good show, but like 90 percent of the people couldn't see it. Right. So I don't know. Maybe maybe there's something to like only having four channels. And like, mm-hmm. you know, people vying for the best programming. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure, because there's, you know, not a lot. No, not at all. I mean, it's and as somebody who 
doesn't watch network television and only watches stuff pretty much via streaming. Right. Like, you know, I'm, I'm missing a ton of stuff. I mean, I, I get to see some stuff through like Hulu that's like next day stuff, but I'm not like going through it to be like, what did I miss? Yeah. Cause the stuff that I did try to watch, there was that show with Topher Grace. Oh, home economics. Yeah. I tried to watch that and I got through like half an episode and I was like, this is just not capturing my attention. Yeah. Well, just wait until we have, what is it? That nineties show. Oh yeah. On Netflix. Yeah. Can't wait. Um, Think they'll bring Hyde back from, you know, all of his legal troubles. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) He moves in and starts abusing Foreman's daughter. There you go. Yeah. I don't see that happening. (laughs) Nope. 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 Hey, he shouldn't have raped people then. (laughs) You know. Ah, true. Well, what's the matter? Danny Masterson can't take it. Yeah. Cry. Aren't there are the three Masterson brothers? The one who was in Malcolm in the Middle. There's 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 two brothers, and their sister was on Walking Dead. Oh. Okay. So it was the Malcolm in the Middle, the dude from Seventy Show, which is the guy that raped everybody, and yep. then the sister for, uh, that was on Walking Dead. Okay. Got her head cut off and put on a pike. Oh, nice. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not often enough. <laughs> no. Just saying. Speaking of Walking Dead, we're getting yet another spinoff. I've we're given we're up, getting man. a wacky romantic comedy with Negan and Lauren Cohen. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm not really watching the show anymore. I'm kind of done. Yeah. I mean, it's. I tried, man. I really tried. But like, I don't need three parts of a final season. No, no. Like, fucking just wrap it up, man. But isn't isn't what's his name coming back finally? Oh God, I don't know. Andrew Lincoln. That was like three years ago when all that shit went down, <laughs> and they still haven't and said he's anything. Still not back. So he's not living in a in a sea container with what's her name, Jadis. No, see, I don't know. I don't know. So, you know, I watched the season premiere for the second part of the final season. Whatever yeah. the fuck that was. And I was just like, I'm done. I just can't watch this anymore. Yeah. And like, so now I was really hoping that like, there'd be a bunch of gruesome deaths of characters you followed for a long time. Sure. But now you're like, Oh, you know that these two people live and you know that these two people live cause they're going to spin off their own show. Right. And so like these many people would not survive this long in a fucking zombie apocalypse oh but we're gonna go to new york city and see that familiar skyline through the through the eyes of zombies is that what the yes the negan show is yes and why would you pal around with the dude that beat your husband to death with a baseball bat yeah i don't i don't get that like come on at least make it somewhat 
believable. Well, not believable, well, yeah. but uh huh. You Go know, ahead. at least make it somewhat. Finish that sentence. <laughs> okay, so make it at least like within the confines of the story, like something like make the character motivation plausible. Yeah, and not like you beat my my the the father of my child to death with a baseball bat while I was pregnant in front of me. Right. And so now we're going to go pal around together. Like, I just don't get it. I don't know. People still watch that shit. It outlives its usefulness. Mm, and yeah. like entertainment. And it's just like, what the fuck, man? Yep. You know, it's bad enough that there's that other fucking Walking Dead show, too. There's two of them. There's two other Walking Dead shows. I guess I guess they want to do like like 52 weeks of programming with just the Walking Dead stuff on AMC. <sighs> they got to know that's a bad idea. Yeah. They got to know that that's not going to Well, especially on a network that that was used to be American Movie Classics. Yeah. And now we're getting all this crap. Although when they were American movie classics, they didn't always show classic movies. They showed whatever yeah. shit they could get their hands on. Yeah. But, you know, AMC was like like the leader of like cable programming and it was can't touch the Walking Dead network and now it's like everybody else is like shooting past them. Yep. You can't just hold on to it. You got to innovate and they're not innovating. They're just telling the same stories over and over. Over and over again. Yep. Oh, here's another group of people that want them dead that they're going to have to fight. Oh, and they're <laughs> zombies. Like, what the fuck? Or are they zombies? Well, sometimes they are. Sometimes they are wearing the ma the faces of dead people. Yes. Because that just sounds like grace. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to spend your days with wearing somebody else's skin? Oh, no. No? No. And what if it lets you be like who you were really meant to be though? Oh Jesus. Like, and who are you who are you really meant to be, like, Chris? Like what if you were meant to be more animalistic than what society has deemed appropriate today? And I used to be a former country western star? Something like that, whatever. Okay. <laughs> you never know. No, you might, you know, it, that might be the way we were meant to be. Mm. We're definitely hunter, hunters and gatherers. Well, that's for sure. So why wouldn't, why wouldn't there be? I don't know. But yeah, I'm a little over Walking Dead. Yeah. I have not watched it since, I think the last time I watched it was when Andrew Lincoln <laughs> died. <laughs> Quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> Yipper. Uh, yeah, and they were like, oh, he's going to do movies. And it was like, okay, where are the movies? Oh, well, COVID. Uh, a bunch of other <laughs> shit filmed during COVID. So what's the problem? Right. So, yeah. So the, the Walking Dead spinoff is going to be called Isle of the Dead. Yes. 
in a post-apocalyptic Manhattan filmed in Georgia probably I don't get it <laughs> they'll spend 90% of it in the subway or something because <laughs> they only afford, they were only able to build one set since they've got like 30 yeah, and, uh, spin-offs going on right now yeah and they've, they've built like a subway set already yeah so they'll just repurpose that and that's where their base will be and uh, you know it'll be fine sure if you say so <laughs> if you insist I'm not going to watch it but you can yeah yeah. I have no interest in watching it I'll be watching Halo instead Halo. Yeah, they're doing a they're doing a TV show based on the video game. Oh, okay. And it looks really good. Mm. It's it's pure like sci-fi. So, okay. You know, in the absence of of um, the Expanse, I'll I'll check out Halo. Okay. Spaceships and monsters and people in armor. You know, it's fine. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, I also watched another classic film. Oh boy. Keeping up with the theme of of men in dresses. Okay. <laughs> Can you guess what I watched? Uh, did you already watch Tootsie? Nope, that's the one. That's the one. Okay. That's the one. A, another very odd movie. <laughs> it's like he doesn't even go through a transformation. He just he goes from one scene and then in the next he's dressed as a woman walking down the street. Yeah, there's no like trying to find himself or whatever. No, he's just no. Tootsie. Yeah, <laughs> and um, um, Bill Murray is in it. I totally forgotten that. Bill, is he? Yes, Bill Murray plays the roommate. Oh yeah, okay. It was after Stripes. Okay. But before Ghostbusters. All right. So I, he's very low key. It's like, oh, okay. You he's sure not... it wasn't one of his brothers? No, it was him. Okay. It really was him. <laughs> it's got Gina Davis. Right. Um, okay. Dabney Coleman. What happened to Dabney Coleman? Did something happen to him? I think he just retired, didn't he? Did he? Because like he he had his own sitcom, Buffalo Bill. He was in uh, Nine to Five. No, he's still he's still acting. Are you serious? He was in Boardwalk Empire for twenty four episodes. He are you serious? He did an episode of Ray Donovan. He okay. Did an episode of NCIS. Oh. Uh, he's been in. Well, I see nothing after 2019. Well, okay, Yellowstone was the last one. He's got something in pre-production. Yeah, he does. Oh, I mean, someday, sometime. But the dude—he was born in 1932, so he's 90. Holy crap! So, I mean, <laughs> I just—he's just fallen off my radar. I mean, he was in everything in the 80s. Yeah, like you couldn't turn around with bumping without bumping into Dabney Coleman, man. That's right. 
in line at McDonald's. Boom, that's, that's Dabney right. Coleman. <laughs> at the DMV, boom, boom, Dabney Coleman. I mean, all right, listen to this run starting in 1980. 9-5, to five, On Golden Pond, Modern Problems, Tootsie, War Games, The Muppets Take Manhattan, Cloak and Dagger, The Man with One Red Shoe, uh, mm. Dragnet, uh, and that's where it starts to fall off. But okay, that's a good decade of work. Yeah, could, yeah, yeah there's definitely. stuff in between those. Those are just the ones that I figured everybody would know. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, and he's been acting since Jesus. How far down does it go? 1961. Wow, I wasn't even born yet, <laughs> and I'm old. <laughs> Uh, so yeah I mean good long run yeah well good it's good to know that you know he's still there somewhere <laughs> doing something yeah it was a it was a very odd movie and the whole going to and Jessica Lang got a, a Academy Award for this role <laughs> really were they they were just giving them out right right here have one I feel like like when you see that stuff there's there was a lot less films that came out in those years yeah good point like like 1981 was not like a banner year of movies yeah you know you can point at like 1984 and be like oh my god all these amazing films came out Mm-hmm. 1981 is not that. No. No, she got her start in King Kong. Mm-hmm. She did some some big movies. Yeah, she did. So hey, whatever. She was batshit crazy in a feud, and in all of the uh, American Horror Stories. Yeah. Oh, wacky. <laughs> wacky, wacky, wacky. I will tell yeah. you a movie that I plan on revisiting soon because I okay. saw I saw a picture the other day and I was like, there's a movie I haven't seen, but I have no clue how it's going to actually hold up is okay. The Toy with um, Jackie With Robin Gleason Williams. And, no, with Jackie no, Gleason that was and toys. Richard Pryor. Pryor. Oh, okay. Yeah. I watch, mm. I watch the movie Toys with Robin Williams about once a year. Yeah, but the toy with with Richard Pryor, where a white kid basically buys a black guy. Yeah, <laughs> you know what's wrong with that, Chris? <laughs> what's wrong with that? Well, it's a little outdated. So I'm no, I'm I want to see how it holds gave up. Gave the guy a job. Well, and that's you how know? they frame it too. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Because the the reason it came up is because. Um, there was a picture of the kid from the toy. Uh-huh. And it turns out that he was Flick in the Christmas story. And he is coming back for the sequel. Which one is Flick? The bully? He's the one that gets his tongue stuck to the Oh, okay. Okay. The post. Okay. But he's coming back for the sequel. And oh, so thank God. Still stuck to the post? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, there was a picture somewhere of the toy and him, and I was like, I wonder whatever happened to that kid. And that's what kind of got me. And then I, I watched a clip of like the toy and I was like, yeah, I need to kind of revisit this movie. All right. 
I mean, Richard Pryor was very funny in his movies. I just don't know. Oh how yeah. Holds up. Oh yeah. Beverly Hills Cop. Mm-hmm. Norbert. Uh, no. Norbert. <laughs> Norbert. What's the What's the other one where he's the the clumps? Uh, <laughs> in the clumps. <laughs> no, the the one where he's he's. Oh crap! What is it? Nutty Professor. Oh no, that's Eddie Murphy too. Oh my god, I'm horrible. <laughs> Wait, what are you thinking? I was thinking, uh, is Easy Money? No, Trading Places. Trading Places, yeah. That's Eddie Money. I mean, that's Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. That's Eddie Murphy and um, Dan Aykroyd. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Oopsie. Coming to America. That's not I mean, him. But he wasn't the he wasn't the the oh god, what was the Eddie Murphy movie with all the old black stars took place in like nineteen twenties Harlem? Harlem Nights? Oh that'd be it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wait, who are we talking about now? I have no idea. <laughs> Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Who's going on tour? Are you talking Chris about Rock? Richard Pryor? Yeah. Okay. No? Well, because we somehow shifted into Eddie Murphy and then back into Richard Pryor, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> we're, we're talking for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Just not your Are head you saying that all black people look alike? Are you racist? I am not. I am not. Okay. Can't tell them apart. What do you do? It's doing? all white people look alike. <laughs> Have you ever seen Death at a Funeral? The, I don't think so. The remake with Chris Rock? No, definitely that's, not. That's. <laughs> you what? said that was such conviction. Definitely <laughs> said, not. Definitely not. <laughs> it's I like funny. what I like. I'm sorry. It's uh, Stretch a little. I have a very <laughs> narrow worldview. <laughs> stretch that's a little. All. It's, Come on. It, it's Star Wars, <laughs> Indiana Jones. And there's only one black guy in in Star Wars, so. There's Jar Jar, Snow Talk. No, he's not. He's not a black Gungan. Just he's be, not. Just because a black guy played him doesn't mean that he's acting like a black guy. He's not. Mesa Tinky is. <laughs> <laughs> and and what black person do you know talks like that? Oh, trust me. <laughs> Just, just let it go. Are they magical? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. Oh, there you go. Just like Will Smith and Bagger Vance. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Boy, this is taking an awful turn. Yeah, we should, we should, we should change yeah. the direction of that. Yes, we should. So, anyway, look for my toy review coming up. The toy review. <laughs> okay. Toys is a great movie though with Robin Williams. That's so weird. But it's so good. You've seen that one, right? Toys or the toy? Toys. Yes. Yes. Yeah. With with uh, uh, Cusack as a doll. Joan Cusack. Yeah. Joan Cusack. That's it. Yeah. It's so it's so weird and so out. Talking about people who look alike. I mean, I think you could put her and her brother and just switch their roles. Be the exact same thing. I mean, they're not twins, right? I don't know. They they creepy look alike. 
Can, can you see John Cusack in Adam's Family too? Oh <laughs> uh, no, there's a deep fake waiting to happen. <laughs> okay, so she was born on October 11th, and he was born on October 12th. On 1962. Okay. John Cusack. Come on. Was born June 28th, 1966. So they're not. Oh, little brother. Big brother. Little brother. Big brother? 1968, she was born. He was born in. Oh, I thought you said 60. I thought you said 61. No. All right. 68. Let's go to the tape. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Anybody there? Oh, I. No. It was 1962. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Whatever. Hmm. We lost another another piece of our childhood Who? this week. Who? Booker from Good Times. Oh yeah, that's right. He did die, didn't he? Yeah. Oh. Good times. Go ahead, finish the song. Temporary layoffs. Easy credit ripoffs. <laughs> Ain't we lucky we got them? Good times. <laughs> 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 yeah, Johnny Brown, right? Yes. Yeah. That's him. Winona. Oh no, it was Willona. His last credit was 2013 though in something called Indicut. <laughs> okay. In 2007 he did a movie called I'm Through with White Girls. <laughs> He did a short in 2004 called The Old Negro Space Program. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I'm just reading this. Here we, go, here we go again. I'm just reading it. Oh, it's great to be an American. No wonder everybody <laughs> hates us. Look, I'm just, I'm just reading his, his IMDb. Mm-hmm. He was in The Wiz. He was? He was Aunt M's party is his Oh. <laughs> so was was he the super for her building too? <laughs> I don't know. So I'm and I'm just reading out his credits. I mean you said we lost him this week, so Alright. This is what he's known for. Rest in peace. Eighty four. Okay. Another good run. Wait, wasn't Alan Ladd 80? <gasps> it's the curse of 84. They died on the same day. <gasps> they're the same person. Uh, They're born five months apart, but. Well, you know, you know, <laughs> daylight savings. But same, same, same year, same. And then they die on the same day in the same year. IMDB doesn't say where Johnny Brown died, except that he died in the USA. So, you know, could be anywhere. Yeah. Oh, well. Guess I'll never make a sequel now, but whatever. 
How long do you think it is until they run out of um, boot ideas for TV shows and they start going back to like good times? Well, we're back to to Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. We could remake the Jeffersons with a, a Filipino family. <laughs> there you go. And in, instead of mm. a a cleaning uh, empire, they have a I don't know, I don't know what I'm grasping at. Restaurant. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Where they serve duck with the head on. You know what they really need to do is they need to do an updated version of Gil- Gilligan's Island. Uh, wasn't that lost? <laughs> well, without the weird smoke monsters and the <laughs> a half an hour TV The smoke show. monster was a stand-in for the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> uh, okay, well, see, when you say it like that, it opens up that show in a whole different light. See? You go. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, so on MeTV, they replay a bunch of stuff from time to time. And there was Gilligan's Island Marathon. And there was one where um, there was a special plant on the island that let them read each other's minds. Mm. And the whole half hour was them reading each other's minds and deciding that they were going to fuck each other over. Like, like, um, um, I was going to say Wilma and Betty, but that's completely (laughs) Marianne and Ginger. We're going to screw each other. Like, like had these thoughts about like, you're not pretty and you can't cook pies. And like, there's all this weird shit going on. And like, like the, the, the skipper is having like. Um, thoughts about harming Gilligan, like killing him at one point. And so the whole thing is them tracking down this bush to burn it. And that's how the episode ends. And it's like TV was so much simpler back then Mm. where they just had this idea and they just went from point A to point B and that was the show. Okay. I think we could bring that back. (laughs) I think it would be better. Like, like, you know, the Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch was very cut and dry. Yeah. Watched an episode the other day. They found a wallet full of money and the whole thing was getting it back to the person. Oh, they're the the, best. Teaching the lesson of you don't keep it, you turn it in. And then the guy shows up to give him a reward. And he offers him a reward of a hundred bucks and they'd say no. Then he says, well, how about 50? And he says no. And so they give him 20 bucks and they split it between the six kids. 20 bucks between six kids. Yes. Well, I mean, back in the day, we, we actually did this math in the house too. Okay. Because, because my daughter was like, well, how much would each kid get? And I was like, I don't know, do the math. And so it's, it's a little over three bucks a person. Okay. Um, but back in the seventies, three bucks was a lot of money it was for a kid. Well, if you're going like, if you're going to go buy something as a kid in, in like the mid seventies, yeah, three bucks probably went a long way. Mm, okay. I mean, I don't really remember. Yeah. I was, you know, five when the seventies ended. So <laughs> I can't help us do our voting. 
I, I was only 15 at the end of the 70s. Can't help that you were driving. Yes. <laughs> but come on, you got to you got to experience the best decade ever. Eighties. Yeah, as a as an adult, as like yeah. a young adult. Yeah, if you insist. All the bright colored clothing and all the cocaine. Oh God. Yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> Parachute pants with <laughs> all the right. zippers. Jazz shoes were really popular at my high school. <laughs> Did you guys did, did did the parachute pants people wear like studded belts and stuff? Some of them did. Yeah. Some of them did, and some of them would wear them with like a button-down Oxford shirt. Because <laughs> that's a look. That's a look. You know, and I mean, come on, the birth of the mullet. Well, yeah. I mean, as long as as long as you had parachute pants, man, you were in. You were. You were. You'd stop at Chess King, see what was new. <laughs> My parents refused to buy anybody parachute pants oh yeah that's child abuse <laughs> you should sue or or it was proper parenting it depends on how you look at it <laughs> i don't know do you see what the kids are wearing today <laughs> all that all that wacky emo shit like the oversized pants with like the safety pins and <laughs> well i mean my kid's going through kind of a goth thing right now so oh no well it's it's more it's it's more anime ish than anything else okay but it's it's her, her most of her wardrobe is black a lot oh, of wow. it has japanese stuff on it uh-huh she's got a hoodie that she wears it's got ramen on it because that's ramen a big thing with the noodles? kids now yeah oh okay anime and ramen it, it's like a thing for like 12 year olds so wow yeah. okay good to know but she enjoys it so i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna yeah. be my parents yeah. And be like, oh, that's not, that, you can't do that. It's like, no. I'm going to let her express herself. She's the one that's going to have to look back on the pictures and be like, what did I do? And then she comes home and wants to get something pierced. That's not her ear. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, I want to get my cheek pierced. Uh, Won't that be a day, well, huh? Well, she's talked about nose piercing, so... <gasps> I hate that. That's I just that's that's a turn off. I'm sorry. So wait, which one though? Is it are you anything? So anything. so the side piercing is that is that better or worse than the septum piercing? Oh, the septum piercing is just painful. <laughs> I mean, I j oh god no. <laughs> okay. No 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna happen. No. No. You're never going to wake up one day and you, like be in a midlife crisis and be like, well, fuck me. I'm going to go get my septum pierced. Uh, no. 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 Okay. Nope. 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 And, and, I mean, it's it, ugh, male <laughs> or female. It's just gross. <laughs> Why don't you just put a big old brass ring through there so I can drag you across the room? Well, it's pretty much what it is. Exactly what it is. But they're just expressing themselves, John. You know what? <laughs> I think people are expressing themselves too much. I think they need to pull it back. But it's not bothering you. It is bothering me. That's the problem. Can't they be who they are? It's icky. No. <laughs> I have to prove who everyone is. <laughs> Please send me a photo of what you're going to wear before you get out of the house today. Oh, God. I'll let you know if it's appropriate. 
and give you suggestions. Here's that, the LL Bean catalog. That's a lot of typing, man. Yeah, well, you know, that's a ten huge bucks responsibility. Ahead. Ten bucks a head. Ten I'll bucks be rich. a head. Yeah, I'll be rich. Wait, so we went from you having to to approve everybody's look to them paying you ten dollars to do it. Well, I'm doing a service. They're not you know, asking you to do the service, though. They're happy uh, but the way they, they should. Are. They really should, though. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Okay. They should. Wow. Maybe I'll just start offering it for free to start. And then all of a sudden you know? send them a bill? And then send them a bill. Oh, Jesus Christ. Or just have, like, little cards made up with, like, a QR code. <laughs> you know, see somebody on the street going, mm, no, go back and change. Oh, jeez. Yep, and here you go. Start a yeah, Patreon. scan that. Scan that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think that would go over too well. No? No. Yeah, we'll see. You think you're going to make bank, but you won't. I will, and I'm going to invest it all in Bitcoin like, <laughs> like Matt Damon did. Huh? Because that's where the future is. Matt Damon invested in Bitcoin? No, Matt Damon has the, the Bitcoin commercial. Oh, See, yeah, 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 yeah. I had yeah. seen okay. something. I think it was from the from the Onion that after Bitcoin started crashing after the Ukraine invasion, or it's like Matt Damon loses everything in the crash of Bitcoin <laughs> 2022. <laughs> uh, yeah. Poor Matt Damon. It's going to have to go back to Mars. Poor one out for old Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon he's going to be begging up Affleck for a job. I don't know. I tried to watch that last Duel movie. It was yeah. pretty bad. Has he done anything good since The Martian? I don't think he's done anything good since Goodwill Hunting, but... I Okay, I, I will I'm say... I'm partial to that. I really like The Martian. Did you? Okay. It's, it's a movie that I can watch... It's one of those where if it's on, I can sit down and watch it from wherever. Okay. Um, but I've never see. seen it. Oh, it's really good. I don't know. It's a movie with one person in it. No, it's not. They go back and forth to Earth and stuff. Eh. Uh. So. All right. That's as a producer. I want to see as an actor. Um. The last duel. Stillwater, where he plays like a conservative who goes over to Europe to try to get his daughter back. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Uh, Ford vs. Ferrari was a good movie. Yeah. He was in that. All right. He played Carol Shelby. Okay. He's got um, an Carol. uncredited cameo. Who names, their, who names their son Carol? Uh, in Deadpool 2. Mm. Uh, let's see. Well, okay. Downsizing was not a good film. The Great Wall was not a great film. No, that was horrible. Jason Bourne wasn't really a great film. And then you get to The Martian. Um, Interstellar was okay. I mean, he wasn't the main actor in it, but... Is that the... No. Which is the one with Chris Pratt? That's Passengers. Oh, Interstellar is... That's the one with um, Matthew McConaughey. Okay. That's, yeah, where the, that's where the meme comes from of him crying. Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. The Monuments Men was a good movie. You ever mm-hmm. seen that? Yeah. With George Clooney and uh, Bill Murray and... Yeah. A bunch of them was in that. 
Uh, Elysium was okay. I mean, there are a lot of weird choices. Yeah. He's definitely one of those guys that doesn't say no to a script. Because you got like, although it was a good, it was a good movie, but like behind the candelabra was something that you don't. Oh, that was a bizarre. That was a, oh my God. That, did you see that movie? Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) I mean the, oh, (laughs) that shit scars you for life. (laughs) Liberace without his toupee. Yeah. Well, in the, in the glory hole club. But the, <laughs> but then oh you, you have okay, all right. So then you have like we bought a zoo and Happy Feet two and Contagion. He did a small stint on Thirty Rock. Yep. He was in True Grit, The Green Zone. Oh, I believe he also played a character named Carol. Yes. Yes, he okay. did. Yep. So like, and I've heard interviews with him where he was like, "I just like to act," and and basically. I will do anything that people ask me to do. Yeah. I mean, and it shows cause like he was in, um, in the last couple of years he was in, he did cameos in Thor Ragnarok, Deadpool two, Jay and silent Bob reboot. And he's coming back for Thor love and thunder. Yep. So, mm, you know, and he also produces a bunch of shit. So you think they they just hand him the script with a check, and he says, "Yeah, whatever, I'll do it." Probably. Am I am I available? Do I have anything else going on? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the way that they got him for Ragnarok was that he was a friend of um of um not Chris Dorothy? Pratt, Chris um Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth, and he called him up one day and said, "What are you doing?" And he was like, "Oh, I'm about to shoot Thor," and he was like, "Oh." And then Hemsworth was like, you should come down and be in it. And I guess Taika Waititi called him and said, come down and be Loki. Hmm. And he was like, yeah, okay, cool. And he got a trip to fucking Australia out of it. Like, that's probably why he's doing it. You think? Yeah. In the interview that I heard with him, the, like, um, when they were doing the last duel, it was right as COVID hit. And so they were... Um, they were in like Ireland or something and they were like do you want to go back to the United States and he was like well no we'll just stay here and so he spent the whole quarantine in like Ireland I'm like how can you yeah. do that like somebody's yeah, paying right? you to be there that's right I'm like what the fuck it's magical little people get paid to travel like you know Good what butter. that's like it's Guinness uh <laughs> uh Nice. All right. You got anything else for this week? Uh, no. no. Let me see. Let me let me look at my notes. Okay. Oh, we're getting a new Muppets TV show. Are we? It's about the Electric Mayhem recording their first album. Doesn't that sound good? <laughs> no. So. So they do the Haunted Mansion thing and it's gets relatively good reviews. Mm-hmm. And so they think, where do we go from here? Electric Mayhem. Okay. Well, what did you want? The Muppets Jungle Cruise? The Muppets Space Mountain? Could they do something? 
with the core <laughs> cast of Muppets that's original? Obviously not, because they've been trying so hard. Not not a crappy TV show or a crappy, like, we're going to make vi- viral videos, but, like, a movie. Like, an, like well... We had two movies with the primary cast. Oh, they tried that, didn't they? Yes, they did. Fuck, and we got... What's what's the new Muppet's name? Walter? Walter, yes. We got him out of that, didn't we? Fuck. Okay. Well, we had to sit through Jason Siegel, too, so... <sighs> Yeah. Are you a man or a Muppet? I'm a Muppet. Get your <laughs> hand out of my ass. Uh, I'm not really looking forward to the Electric Mayhem thing. No? No. Maybe this is the one. You know what we need? You know what we need, Chris? Here yeah. it is. All right? And feel free to steal this idea. <laughs> The Muppets Walking Dead. <laughs> Think about it. And you do it straight. It's not a parody. It's not a comedy. Oh, but come on. How great would it be to see zombified Muppets where skin's falling off and you can see the hand <laughs> underneath? Like I, I think I think we got a winner. We've got a winner. The Muppets Walking Dead. Or so it happens in a universe where when the zombie infection takes over, it makes you continue doing what you were doing. And so there's a bunch of Muppeteers that are walking just around, walking around with their hand up over their head. Yes. And like doing uh, shtick. Uh, uh, cookie. <laughs> But you can see you can see the hands and the Muppets yes, and stuff. But the funny. Muppets are te- de- deteriorating as, as much as like the main um, zombies. Or or the all of the Muppets are trapped in a bunker, <laughs> and the Muppeteers are using the Muppets as decoys, like sticking them out windows and stuff to see if it's safe. <laughs> Miss Piggy comes back in without a nose. Yes. What are you doing? What? <laughs> Hermie. Uh, he took my snout. There you go. Yes. All right. I'm gonna work on that. All right. I'm gonna work on it. Come up with come up with something we can shoot. Yep. Uh, well, that that ended in a weird way, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right well if you want to get in touch with us with any weird ideas you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com you can follow us on twitter facebook youtube let us know you're listening so until next week this is chris this is john have a good week it's just for the money isn't it it's not just so you can wear these little outfits mm-hmm.